0: Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely, and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause, so yeah, hormone harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code magic at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you.
1: And I was so ashamed because my whole life, people always just looked at me and saw my potential. And it's not a sad story. It's a beautiful story because it led me to become who I was supposed to be. But it invited chaos and rage and so much anger and violence into my life. Because once you, I think as a Black man personally, once you have that experience of being stained by the police, it's stained. That remains on you. I felt. The first time I got arrested, I was 18.
0: Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jaima. Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel. I am out on my own again, traveling, staying in this adorable European inspired village which I believe is honestly the perfect place for me to digest and experience the shifts that are going on. I mean, my landa, my days, so much. I don't know about you, but I just feel honestly like a whole new person right now, allowing my fire to be expressed. And it feels so good, but at the same time, so real and raw and needed to happen in order for not only my individual expansion because this is not about me but also the collective's expansion and especially when you're an empath if honestly the song of this world of today is stirring a variety of emotions within you it is clear as day how the seasons the eclipses and just other cosmic forces truly do influence the collective and also us as individuals but tuning in and feeling this and healing (laughs) what needs to be healed within the white experience the black experience people of color experience is so vital right now these are very passionate times heated times very sensitive times and our inner and outer world is very reflective of that (laughs) i see nearly all of you sharing your passion for making sure this world shifts its injustices completely and how much black lives mean to you and that black lives matter and with that Collectively, many are just feeling so angry and releasing anger in a variety of shapes and forms. This just honestly goes to show how much shadow work needs to be done with all of this and integrate what we really can't see in ourselves. Because one thing I know for certain, you know, our conscious minds, our ego is addicted to feeling right. To feeling like we are right and feeling like we are good because that keeps us safe and protected and justified. And sometimes with that, we may just place a rose-colored lens on what's real. And what's real right now is that people are just not being treated the same. And I'm so thankful that it's real that people are out there expressing themselves in a variety of forms, doing what they can, whether that's peaceful protesting, donating, expressing and sharing these messages that come through through them on social media doing it honestly because if we do it dishonestly that actually backfires for them as individuals in a way but also doesn't help and may even have some repercussions and with all the injustices I mean black people in particular as that is what deserves to be our main focus after you know over 400 years of turmoil which you probably heard me talk about on the last podcast episode if you listen to my short solo on how I feel about this you might have been feeling the fire in me the sadness as well and this oppression that they had experienced for over 400 years every ounce of it Every ancestral oppression from their vessels deserves to be released, completely released, so that way when black children are born onto mama earth, like if I have a black child, I hope that she or he comes out of my birth canal without any DNA of pain lingering within them from what had happened in the past and then will not feel any different in society as he or she walks this earth. I'll tell you right now. But also as white people, you know, I would say in particular we can truly shed layers of racism that is implanted by perhaps our ancestors but also indeed painted by society. Now obviously you're probably not a bigot (laughs) but there have been stereotypes and ignorances that we all have been exposed to. And it's up to us to recognize those, bring them into our awareness, perhaps write them down. Because when we release it energetically in some way from our body by bringing it into our awareness and exposing it out loud on paper or voicing it, we can shift it and see how untrue that stereotype is, that generalization is. And realizing also how unfair it is as a collective and an individual to place any of these stereotypes or generalization on any human. Whether it's even in our mind, because that's still an energetic that leeches on to people. And that's not fair. It's not fair. (laughs) It's not. And because this is such a sensitive time, a heated time, and if you are out there, perhaps super vocal, no matter what, people are going to lash out. You know because right now everyone's so angry and so it's so important at this time to turn to close friends just to check in with each other daily shout out to Christina and Jordan I mean thank you Joni for checking in and also Sid the man of this episode today Sidney <laughs> Fisher now oh, Sid 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 he's so special to me so special I met him in high school when we went to this charter acting and filming school. I lived in Park City and he lived in Orem, Utah. People from all over northern Utah that surround Salt Lake would go to this charter school when it opened, who were interested in acting and film, or to be honest, some people weren't but they just wanted to, to escape their school because they felt like outliers, outcast other schools. I was so excited to go to that school and I went sophomore and junior year and he went there his junior and senior year. We went to senior prom together, which was, well his senior prom, which was probably my favorite of the proms I went to. We filmed a lot together, actually, and acted together, moved to LA, and even shared the same bed together for nearly half a year. It was like a California king, so each had her own side of the bed and stayed, yeah, we stayed connected even when I was off in the world doing my own thing. And I'm just excited to share his story of being Black in a white dominant culture, Utah, but also gay in a straight-centric culture. The church did not quite accept the fact that he was gay and he had many meetings to try and be straight. (sighs) I was so happy when he walked away from the church with grace and complete grace, though he went through so much with them. And, you know, I was aware and observant of the injustices that were placed upon him that he experienced with the church. And you know, I was I was completely ignorant, though, to the fact that he experienced any prejudice in the state. Not in the church, but in this state as a black man. And my ignorant ass just didn't even know racism was still really a thing. And simply being non-racist was not enough. And I really wish that I did something to make this white world feel easier for him than... So that he didn't have to go through the turmoil he went through for years, which he'll talk about. And I no wonder he rebelled for a long time. Also, he experienced jail for things that I didn't even go to jail for. You know, cops either drove me home or I got fined and... Honestly, I got away with so much. I got away with so many warnings, and that's me just recognizing my white privilege. And him, however, mm-mm. He experienced police brutality. He, They just took him straight to jail. Not okay. Not okay. If you listened to my last episode, you might know how I had been feeling my grandma's presence a lot quite the activist for the black community when not a lot of people were. (laughs) I think that she was giving me signs and warnings that this was coming and she wants me, and I can feel it, like she wants me to make sure I continue anti-racist activism in some way because this needs to shift in our society and even though I hold the knowledge and understandings of many spiritual, peaceful teachings, I mean this is the time to see what is real get deeply honest and bring forth what is real. Exposing the beliefs of our surroundings, of our society and our inner circle and within our own self. And so that way the children that are birthed in this world, innately non-racist, right? We don't just crawl out of the womb racist. They will not adopt these socialized generalizations that may lead others to lash out their pain on someone who has a different skin color. And when we as individuals shift something within our own self, This sensitive energetic will have a contagious domino effect touching other people to shift as well. And one day, children will not even see humans as different based on the pigment of their skin. And we will continue the sight of pure love and oneness. Anyway, the day after George Floyd's shooting, I called Sid with fire just rising within me and wanted to hear him out with how he's feeling about everything and because honestly he just articulates everything so beautifully and my soul was so moved i just felt the grace of god nudge me and have him share his story with tens of thousands of others on this podcast i mean he's so passionate he's so passionate with everything he shares even his art he's a walking art himself and he sees all bodies, all bodies in the nude as art. And you'll see his expression on Instagram, at SydneyFish. Fish. He loves true expression. He's an actor. He's an empath. He talks about being an empath and his spiritual journey. And right now, as he's going through an awakening what he's seeing and I remember though him downloading he was for sure channeling stuff and we talk a bit about that I would literally just randomly come to him and he would just spew stuff out to people that uh, messages they needed to hear and he helped me in so many ways from being able to access that channel and you could tell it wasn't him which was wild it was like something else and at that time I was a skeptic But he was, you know, one of the catalysts that opened my eyes to magic channeling possibilities. And so I'm just, I'm excited for you to hear a story. And you know what? Maybe I should just not say any more. This has been long enough. It's time for Sid to talk. (laughs) And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Sydney Fisher. How are uh, you? I'm good. I'm smelling sage, by the way. I might be sneezing uh, a lot during this podcast because my allergies are all over the place. I know.
1: I'm so glad that there's, because um, if this would have been happening like a month ago, like people would have been avoiding you like the plague. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs>
1: because my allergies are starting to go now too. And I'm like, oh. I'm glad it's happening now ever since I can remember in the summer there's always something as you're coming out of it and going into summer there's yeah. always some sort of bug or something wait are you still here or did you leave
0: I left them
1: Oh, <laughs> I got a
0: little Airbnb oh
1: nice I know because you need something that's close but that's kind of far but far enough away <laughs> not to be super close it's a very specific order <laughs> and i think <laughs> yeah you know I, I me think so that, well no i know girl i know what you need yeah
0: <laughs> that's what i used to call park city was park shitty because i hated it so park, park shitty park shitty park shitty so you live in oren
1: okay so you can't really do it with, with that i just call oh. o-town town i
0: like that yeah so okay. my grandma's brother passed away last week or something, and they just had his funeral service in Orem over live stream, because of COVID and everything oh. going on. There was some people there, of course. I was like, "What is this world coming to?"
1: <laughs> seriously, girl. Seriously, I'm like, all that stuff's going through with my job and starting up in Salt Lake, and I'm like, kind of scared to be like out there still, just because it's yeah. like still so crazy, but. Uh, it'll die down, hopefully.
0: I soon. know you'll be fine. Yeah. And also everything that's going on right now, too. And even if there is a conspiracy behind what is going on, I'm glad that the message is out there. We might as well segue. <laughs>
1: right. No, seriously, segueing.
0: I want to introduce one of my closest friends. How long have we been close so
1: I So I met you officially from my memory and you may have to correct me if I'm wrong but I met you when I was I believe 16 I was 15. 16 yeah yep yep that, that would make sense so 16 15
0: years ago wow
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's gonna be because I turned 31 this month on the 20th oh I feel like I blinked and the time just flew by
0: well you've had a lot you've had a lot within these past 15 years which we might tackle that because your story is so fascinating just your whole entire life story I mean is so moving you're truly a walking inspiration I'm so happy you're alive today (laughs) and you're here today you still are in my life today
1: I know it's like and it's so funny because I think back to I went through such trauma in high school and when I went to East Hollywood where we met that was the best year of my life wasn't that (laughs) we could have written a television series about it I did I wrote a pilot about it it was like (sighs) I did because it was so and people don't understand it unless they were there and it's funny because we had a little click going and it was something very magical. And the fact that we're still so connected all these years later is pretty awesome.
0: I mean, we went to prom together. We mm-hmm. shared a bed together when you moved to L.A. for like nearly a year, you know, we've Mm -hmm. been really, really been through it.
1: But then just like that, though, we could not talk for like six months, a year, and then we pick up the phone. And it's like, no time has passed. And to be completely honest with you, there's really only a handful of people that I've ever really experienced that with. And it's very rare. People take it for granted. I don't take it for granted, because you can't by the chemistry or the loyalty
0: just no and somebody that just knows you and your soul and i remember mm-hmm. as well knowing me and my soul i still will not forget that time when i was going through that really hard time when erica passed away and you were in my room with me you were doing a reading on me because you had just discovered I was not at all spiritual yet. I not had not picked up a spiritual tool. I had not meditated ever in my life. I don't even think I know knew what meditation or yoga really was. And if I did, it totally went in one ear not the other. I was not interested. And I was not at all interested in seeing a sidekick. I mean, to me, they were whack jobs. They they you know, I was very skeptical, very skeptical about all of the magic that was out there. Yet you were right. reading on me randomly and it was as if you were taken over and just channeling all this information of all this feelings that I was experiencing within my soul and I was like what you didn't even know some of the things that I had never told you about with my family that you were sharing and yeah there's still this gift that you've carried and you know I'm just I
1: don't like, remember this I don't even remember this oh my gosh
0: like, really
1: that's so No, I really don't though. But that's so me though, girl. That's why a lot of people don't like my crazy black ass because I'll just sit (laughs) you down in the middle of Costco and just go to town. And it's just like, what is going on? And it's just like, hold on. Like, I just like, I got to tell you something real quick. And people think that I'm crazy. but And I remember, it's so funny that you have become who you have become because it didn't start out that way. You know, and I remember wow. feeling half the time when I'd share these things, just with my friends, things that I felt or whatever, I felt like a crazy person and I love that you never made me feel crazy, but I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that. That's so funny.
0: Cause you were spot on. We were in our bedroom and <laughs> we had the door shut and people were outside. I think you had just done, you just did a reading on Isa and recognizing that her soul's like a queen. And so she has a completely different perspective on the world.
1: Was it at night? Yeah. Oh, bitch. That just hit me like a tidal wave. That was powerful. And I remember Issa was like, dude, what are you on? You are crazy. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just in tune. No. Oh my god. Yes, I I still have the pictures from that. Okay, yep, I remember now. I remember, girl. And then Mm -hmm.
0: this past summer, you came when I was staying at another hotel, and we had the most magical experience. And we're gonna have to definitely recreate that very soon. And you did another reading. You tapped in, and it was so spot on. And we were both crying and yelling at each other for a second, and then crying again. And it was. I know. That's just like true love right there.
1: I know. And then like we went to sleep and I fell off the bed. Yeah. Every time we every time we get together, girl, it's a hoot and a holler. It is like a pain <laughs> place around here. It's too much fun though. It's oh too much.
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, I know. Well, I love you. You're going to be my very first guest for the main focus of what's going on in the world. You're just a, a huge part of my life and I never realized it really, I'm really, really starting to wake up to what you probably have experienced, especially in Utah. And my heart is 1.4% like, black. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was 1.6. It's 1.4. I believe that.
1: I think it's, it's 1. 1.4, 1. 1.6, but-
0: Some people moved stack.
1: out. Yeah. I think a lot of people moved out. COVID happened. They're like, bye. <laughs> bye, bitch.
0: And not only that, but you're also in Orem, Utah, which is probably 0.2% Black.
1: (laughs) No, like, and and it's such an interesting perspective, though, with also being in Utah, everything that's happened, that I've discovered, that we've talked about, that we can talk about if you want, that I think fuels and is so a part of my awakening that's happening right now, because like all the research and inquisitiveness and fury a lot of people are feeling I'm not feeling the fury anymore I'm past that but the inquisitiveness and the and and the discovering I'm going through it myself as a black man for the first time so I feel something very a kinship and exciting and I feel like there's so much work that even I have to do and Mm -hmm. I'm it you know I am the black life and I still don't know a lot of things and isn't that isn't that so beautiful though? And I, and I feel very, I wasn't gonna say that because I feel in some way it kind of diminishes what people and what all of this is happening is for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I have to be very honest in the same way that white people are stepping forward and going, I don't, know I don't have a goddamn clue about anything. <laughs> and I thought I did, but I was wrong. I'm in the same way, like, dude, me too. Like, let's figure this out together and let's ask these questions together, you know, and I think that there's something beautiful about it. And there's something about there's a divine order to all things. And I know this and I believe it. And the more I try to fight it, the more I get smacked in the face by settle down. It's like, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. I'll let you know boy. you know? So anyway, tangent, but with the things that you've been talking to me about and the questions that you're asking, I'm asking myself those same questions and I want to know and I want to go deeper because I'm not afraid anymore of my own history, of my own culture. So there's something very, um, I'm not angry about anything. I'm excited, I'm grounded, I'm humbled, but most importantly, I'm just grateful because I'm alive I love that you said that, girl. It makes me want to cry because you both know what my history was. I wanted the fuck out, girl. I wanted out. I I, I was done. And the fact that I was able to be preserved, that things were able to manifest and work out the way that they did, that I'm able to be around to see the revolution happening Mm -hmm. is a privilege and an honor. Do you know what I mean? It's an honor. So I'm just like, I don't have anything to complain about help me learn and just help me do better because it's all good. All all I have is love for you. Do you know what I mean? And for myself, most importantly, most importantly that I've done the self-work, that Brene Brown shit.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: That's (laughs) what I've been about. And I think it's made all of this so much more deep and meaningful. Do you know? Anyway, Stop me now, girl.
0: I am not going to stop you. Your tangents always Hold give me me chills. And I have Hold tears in my eyes. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you're you're going to keep going. I have tears in my eyes for many reasons. One, to even think you were so down at one point, and I do think you reached out, and I just really wish that I was in your actual physical presence.
1: Yeah, girl, and you were away. Oh
0: my gosh. She was like,
1: away fulfilling I'm... her destiny, and I was crumbling, <laughs> but, it was all, but it was all self-inflicted, and I think, and what I was able to learn, Raquel, with discovering my, my own history, was I was ultimately fighting what was in my DNA and mm-hmm. in my marrow. In, mm-hmm. in my blood, girl, mm-hmm. and it, it, it became so much more deep and so full. I'm so grateful that I journaled and I wrote through all of it because it's the thing that I'm the most proudest of. My downfall and my spiral into the dark abyss is the thing that made me Sydney and the thing that I'm the most proud of. It's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. Sorry.
0: Okay. Keep going. No, this is like, I can't wait. We need to get into all of it. I'm sure people are so curious of your story and every time, just the way you articulate it, I literally have chills because you, whenever you speak, you're one of those people that truly every single time you speak is where you speak from your soul. Plus you are an artist. Let's not forget that. That is your everything in life. Right. So, yes, but one thing you also said earlier was about forgiveness and I, I yes, ma'am. recognize, like, we are not there yet. Remember, remember, no. I don't like you calling me ma'am.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's Sorry, true. it's a habit,
0: especially today. It's triggering me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'll call you, girl. What's up, bitch? You call me bitch. Yes, call, call me more, but don't call me ma'am. Sorry. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, girl.
0: Sid, oh my god, especially today. Damn. <laughs> Like, can you imagine walking tape. the streets? You say yes, ma'am, to me. Oh my gosh, oh my people God. would be furious.
1: <laughs> I know, and oh my gosh, the way that I was raised, girl, everything, it's like such a cluster, but it's yeah, okay. No, ma'am, got it. Check. <laughs>
0: Well, not only that, so there's so much, there's so much we're going to unpack and we'll start from the very beginning on June 20th, 1989. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sid has also experienced, well, not only being black in Utah, but also gay, raised in the Mormon church like myself. I remember when you came out, you came out to the church and they were trying to turn you straight. And so there's a lot to unpack there of what you've been through and how you probably felt unseen in so many ways. And I'd love you to just take the lead and tell your story.
1: Well, oh my gosh. So we'll just kind of paraphrase that. I, what I find the most interesting as a person of color, an artist, human, whatever, um, is just, just my origin. I, I, I come from an all American country family. Um, my mom is one of five. She has four brothers, and it was her. She's the only girl, uh, white,
2: um, mm-hmm. and
1: had me um, when she was right in her 20s. She had me when she was 20 years old and yeah. was half black. Um, and I also have a younger sister who's three years older than me, who's also white. The same mom, different dads. And growing up in Utah was such a clusterfuck. Back mm-hmm. in the 90s, girl. <laughs> Like, was like, my, 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 walking around with this beautiful white girl, with this beautiful little black boy, and then this beautiful little girl, it was like, are you the nanny? Is this an infomercial? What's happening here? What's happening in front of me? And, and, and back then it was so, my mother's very progressive. She's very Kris Jenner in all of the good ways, <laughs> like <laughs> very progressive and with it and hip and happening and mature and a boss herself. And... people didn't know what to do with us. And specifically in the church, my experience, that was the first place I really remember feeling judgment and out of place and that, that I was wrong. Um, Please Mm -hmm. do not misunderstand me. Um, I have a lot of friends still who are LDS, who I will like roll with who are good people who accept me, who do not agree with that church, but it's like, i didn't it never connected really for me um and and, and a bitch is gay too so there's that so it was like boom 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 didn't have any relationship with my father growing up and that was really hard you grow up looking constantly for your reflection and for something to echo back to you who you are And Raquel, it made sense to me why I went so hard trying to erase myself is because I was fighting and looking for a future and I couldn't see one because I couldn't see myself in it. Do you know what I mean? That's from like a a cellular level looking around as a child. When I was looking around, I just wasn't seeing anybody reflecting me back to me. Do you know what I mean? And specifically why I feel like it's so like relevant specifically now what's happening is I didn't know who my father was and a couple of years ago took a paternity test through ancestry thinking I just want to know what type of black I am I'm, I'm 30 years old I want to know it's like I want to know if I'm prone to heart disease or diabetes or you know what I mean it's like yeah. I want to know these things and I took a test and long story short in in the height and in the middle of COVID found my father mm-hmm. and found Out that I'm one of nine, um, that I have seven sisters. Um, I've been in and out of jail. I was fucking up my life in ways I can't even uh, articulate. I was trying to drink myself (laughs) to death slowly. Slow, painful death, girl. We're not trying to -hmm. to do anything easy. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And felt so much darkness and rage and stuff inside of me come to find out I come by it honestly Um, my father has been in and out of prison for the past 20 years and I have a brother who's also in prison now currently it's not funny I laugh and I get uncomfortable and so it, it, it it was like oh wow so I'm finding all these things out, discovering it. It's this revelation at 30 years old, after not knowing all of these pieces of myself and all of these ways I have tried to destroy myself, trying to fit in and be this or that and understand I finally get the pieces and I get the keys. And with everything that's happening, I can't watch the videos of George Floyd. I've been Mm. that guy with the cuss on the ground too Mm. many times.
0: No. Triggering
1: you know it's like I can't do it and it's funny the other day I was on Instagram watched a little something and it was just a quick little thing that I saw of bystanders who were videoing him and screaming at the officers you know check and oh. pulse check it, pulse. and it's like I just sunk I just sunk in my chair because it was like that should have been me that's me it's no different and all of the personal responsibility and awareness that I that I should have been carrying that I think in a lot of ways I was I just didn't know it but in ways that I should have been doing better Raquel and I should have known better and carrying myself with with pride and respect and grace and gratitude in in different ways and ways that that were deeply rooted in my soul they weren't I'm learning Mm -hmm. that I can do that better now do you know what I mean and, and it starts with me understanding that I got to start asking those questions, but it's, I, I can't do it. It, it. it was so devastating because there's no reason for it anymore. Oh. And everybody that I know, every single person, male, female, black, white, Latina, um, Israeli, whatever, everyone has something to say about it. And everybody is luckily on the same page that I'm talking to, enough is enough. Yeah, enough is enough. Not Mm -hmm. all lives matter. Fuck that. Black lives matter. Yeah, and deserve their platform and their space. And specifically for me, being a part of the LGBTQ community, black our black trans community, Mm
2: because they've been getting
1: murdered for god knows how long, and it's like. Yeah, so and and it's like, I'm not a politician. And it's like, even when you asked me to do this, I was like, I'm not articulate in that way. And I don't know all I know what my experience is. But all I can say is, is that I have work to do too, as a black man and questions to ask. And I think it's so empowering that we can all be in this together, asking questions, forgiving, all having that same aha moment of wow, I didn't know that. And at the end of the day, when you know better, don't you do better, Raquel? Mm -hmm. Like, point blank period. When you know better, Mm -hmm. we do better. Yeah. And and, and we've known better, but it's time to start acting. And it's happening. It's happening. I'm seeing all the rage all all over all my friends' faces. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, dude. It's like, I'm afraid all the time. It's like, I'm glad and grateful that I live in a space and a time where you can understand that. Isn't that beautiful? The um, understanding and the compassion that comes from that. We're gonna get over the rage and don't get it twisted. Sometimes the only way to heal something is through fire. Oh, Burn yeah. it the fuck mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm all for that. And it's oh, happening. But but then at some point the fire stops and ceases and then the regrowth can happen and the rebuild can occur. And I'm not trying to skip to anything because the burning
2: mm-hmm and the perishing
1: is, is, is part of it, but I'm ready for that regrowth and I'm ready for that rebuild, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it's time for that. And I don't even refer to, I don't, I don't like COVID. I don't even like the word you say it and people's skin crawl. Um, yeah. I, I refer to it as the reset. It's the time. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, where were you when the reset happened, girl, this reset has really been playing with me. Cause it's like, people who were in long-term relationships broke up because it's like, you're not the one people came together. Healing happened. I fell face first into my art and creativity and expression. It's like, I was doing stuff the whole time, girl. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like everybody got reset in some way, the planet getting rid of that pollution for a minute. Mm
2: -hmm. Everything
1: just got a moment to breathe, you know? And I'm grateful for that. It completely changed the trajectory of my life in a positive way and in, and in a way that I feel indebted to. So it's like, but then again, dude, I'm on that Oprah's Next Chapter shit. I'm vibing high. And it's mm-hmm. like, I want to grow. I want to be better. I want something from this and, and become something great. And I can't do that if I'm like being an asshole, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know? uh, you've
0: always been great in my eyes. And I'm not just saying that because this has always been you. You're just finally, finally waking up to it, which I'm so we all fucking are. happy to see. Yeah, we're all waking yeah. up to it, but th- we're all waking up to a lot right now. A lot. And I love that analogy. That's so true right now. Honestly, the flames need to rise high for people to mm-hmm. hear, for people to listen, for people to shift their perspective black lives matter i posted something recently and it was uh it was like imagine you're giving your child's eulogy and Mm. did you read this and okay imagine you're giving your child's eulogy at your child's funeral and someone else shouts all children matter
1: (laughs) oh that that is the example to end all examples that's it right there
0: right there and guess what
1: this moment away from me yes
0: (laughs) you remember my cousin Mm -hmm. Rebecca in Orem yeah yep she adored you um but she messaged me on that she's like wow, this is really waking me up. I'm learning a lot and I'm listening.
1: Yeah. And I started
0: bawling with my dad because it was her, it was somebody in my Orem family that I was like, what? I had major chills. I'm still, I have still have chills from it. And it's like, people are really waking up to this. You, you had been experiencing this. You had experienced what fortunately you were able to survive everything that you had went through when you even faced the cops but I mean what were you even arrested for why did they handcuff you why did they treat you this way what happened exactly
1: so here's the deal two years ago even a year ago I couldn't have talked about this I was so in my guilt and shame it was ridiculous but long story short for me I'm making no excuses for anything I gave up to quote the late great Debbie Reynolds the only way you make it through life is to fight You don't get there the easy way. If you feel sorry for yourself and you let yourself go down, you will drown. I gave up. I just gave up. I chose Mm -hmm. to keep, to stop fighting. I chose to stop believing in myself and I chose to stop caring about myself. And in that, my own rebirth happened. I was trying to drink myself to death, girl. I got my first DUI when I was 22. I got my second one a year later, almost to the day, spent my 25th birthday in jail, excuse me, my 23rd birthday in jail. And then four years later, I got another one. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't wanna be here anymore. I wanted to die and I didn't know how to leave. I had had a near-death experience in my early 20s and I thought it was the moment when I was finally going to be released from all of this pain and this hurt and this misunderstanding and these holes in my life of being stuck in this body that I couldn't understand and being this black man with no identity or a way to navigate it or figure it out. And I was fucking tired, Raquel. And I was so ashamed because my whole life, the people always just looked at me and saw my potential. And it's not a sad story. It's a beautiful story because it led me to become who I was supposed to be, but it invited chaos and rage and so much anger and violence into my life. Because once you, I think as a black man personally, once you have that experience of being stained by the police, it's a stain that remains on you, I feel The first time I got arrested, I was 18. I was coming back from working a summer job construction. And my mom, who I was raised, I've been raised by a single mom my whole life. She forgot to make my insurance payments on my car. It had lapsed over and we all know if you don't make your insurance payment, that's a C misdemeanor. And you can be arrested for that. I was coming home back from driving literally 20 hours straight, was pulled over 10 minutes from my house. My car was impounded and I was arrested. I looked like shit. I had been working construction all summer. Um, When I grow my hair out, it's a full fro. I go from looking with my hair how I normally is. It's completely shaved. Mm -hmm. A very attractive, strong, beautiful, like elegant man. To looking a little thug a little bit when I have my hair grown out. I was tanned. And I still have that mugshot. It sits in one of my journals. And it did something, Raquel, when you already have those wounds inside and those scars. And it comes generational too. When you're black, it's in your DNA that, that that thing. I can't even explain what it is, but Mm -hmm. I already had so much of that in me already that once that happened, it was done. And then you want to get fucked up? You want to get into trouble? It was like, yeah, 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 actually I do. And then combine that with giving up on yourself, forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Uh And from having guns raised at me all because of my own actions and behavior please do not get it twisted there's no blame shifting of of uh, it was all because of my own actions and behavior that that those things were brought into my life but now nevertheless it does give me an experience <laughs> um, yeah. n- more 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 so than i than i care to admit from probation to court to all of it, I've, I've experienced it. But specifically with with police um, and police brutality, um, it's 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 crazy, crazy experiences. Running from the police, I didn't give a fuck, girl. I didn't care.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like they treated you differently than your white friends?
1: Oh, totally. And I remember even um, if I'm ever pulled over with with people and I'm in the car I always get I always get a, I always get look I don't ever get asked for my ID but from shoplift like if I'm ever in stores I get I get watched it's 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 a it's that's a daily, true
0: I remember that daily
1: thing yeah
0: I've, I think you I've been to many stores happening. with you and I'm like and I'll feel their vibe their vibe and yep. um, I didn't it didn't occur to me like I didn't think too much about them just like okay they're weird but i believe you were the one that brought it up or someone did and i was like oh, well, no. Shit.
1: <laughs> no it's it's a very real thing and i just want yeah. to deal with it people chalk it up to cuz i'm not a bad looking guy so people are a lot of times just like well it's because you're that it's like no they're just checking to make sure i don't steal that's, anything well, that's let's, what i thought let's because call a thing, a thing.
0: I mean, they're listening to this podcast, so they don't know what you look like, but you you are a very beautiful looking human, very symmetrical. (laughs) And so people, well, so that's what I thought. I I genuinely just think that they're like, you know, checking you out or something.
1: And and I'm sure that there are, I'm not tuning my own horn, but I'm sure times (laughs) that there has been that, you know, because I'm not going to automatically always assume the worst in people. Do you know what I mean? But there are times when it's just so blatant when it's like if you ask me one more time if I need help with anything or you'd like to take these clothes that I'm holding that I'm going to purchase out of my hands to hold for me (laughs) one more time I'm just going to walk out of the store dude like I'm good these shirts in my hand I'm buying them I don't need to try them on is there anything that I can do for you (laughs) can I help you Craig Craig yeah (laughs) no um but 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 I, I and I bring up the Brene Brown stuff and the personal work because I've had to do a lot of my own work, which I think yeah. is why I'm being affected the way in which I'm being affected during all this. Like every single person, like grief, is dealing with it differently. Like I'm dealing with it in my own way, and I've done my own work, and I don't take things personally anymore. And I'm not making assumptions and thinking for other people and taking on and dog piling in with everybody else. It's I'm taking a moment to feel a moment and to go, okay, wait, hold on. But where is Sydney in all of this? Where do I fit in? What do I want? You know, what do I feel? And it's so funny that amidst all this, my creativity and stuff, things are happening, things are coming into my life. And it's because it's what I'm feeling called to do. I'm feeling called to stay reverent and to stay prayerful and to continue taking care of myself and working on Changing the trajectory of my life positively and showing up for my family in ways that I haven't, but showing up for myself. So it's been like all these other things that are going on too. And that's what, when I'm talking to people and they're calling me and they're distressed and they're disheveled, I'm like, go inside. You can only clean up your side of the street. So keep it about what you can control and do you and clean up your internal space, clean up your energy, clean up what you're bringing to the table, clean up your friendships, your relationships, clean up all that shit. Mm -hmm. And then, and then let's go out and then let's do. And I think that's what the reset has done because people have, have been forced to be with one another and feel and connect and have hard conversations and then not being able to storm out the door and be gone for three weeks. Bitch, you have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Come back inside and sit down and we're gonna finish this conversation. So <laughs> you know I mean, Raquel, Whenever oh, yes. in our time in history, it's unprecedented that this has happened. That we it's like you I know that you kept seeing those your ancestors were called to war. You're being called to sit. It's like we're being called to sit and think and to be with one another. And it's like How beautiful is that? Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not seeing a downside here, and people don't want to fuck with me because it's like, but it's so positive. They're like, bitch, but I just want to, and I'm like, but I can't though. I can't. It doesn't feel right. There's too many other things that are happening, too many beautiful conversations. I just became an uncle. I I was trying to miss all that, and the fact if I would have missed all that, dude, I can't even talk about it. And it's like, I got to be this example because this little guy from the very beginning of his life is going to grow up with this African tree hanging over him. Do you know what I mean? And it's important that I, you know what I mean? I can only imagine what I look like in his eyes. and It's important that I come correct and I come clear and I come educated and with these answers and that I do my work so that I can present my best self for me first so that I can be the best uncle for him. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, girl. I don't know if this is what you want, but it's like, (laughs) I don't have a downside.
0: Um, um, um. (laughs) Hum, this episode is brought to you by one of our very first sponsors, Hum, who I am so grateful for, and I'm grateful for the fact that they gift the Yomis 20% off when you use the promo code MAGIC. (laughs) But let me tell you about HUM nutrition if you are unaware. Well, I for one am a testimony to the fact that HUM's gut instinct is extremely healing for the gut. It contains 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and 30 vegan capsules for a 30 day supply. I've talked about gut instinct time and time again on the podcast, and I can't emphasize it enough how helpful it is. And I haven't had to take it, actually, in a while, which is amazing. So I highly recommend for anybody that might be struggling with their gut health at this time to just try out Hum's gut instinct. But there are so many other types of supplements that Hum helps people's vessels out with my mom always takes their age defines skin cell protection supplement which contains turmeric phytoponyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leuctomose i probably again pronounced that incorrectly but you know what all i know is that it acts as a uv guard so i've taken that as well especially when i go to extremely sunny places and It's just a nice thing to know that I am taking care of this vessel in many ways. So again, their supplements have been meticulously selected to balance tummy issues, skin, nails, boost your metabolism, boost your energy, have deeper sleep or other nutritional deficiencies with giving your body, your vessel, the highest quality ingredients. They are gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. And so, for the Yomis, you may receive your free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the right HUM supplement for your needs. So, go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off. Again, that's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. And I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that promo code works even on top of other discounts that they might potentially have sometimes they have buy three get one free buy two get one free whatever and i believe the code magic will still apply so that's just something to keep in mind anyways enjoy the rest of the episode this makes me so happy to hear because a lot of people that experience their own self-inflicted near-death experience tend to, once they finally recognize like, okay, there is something to live for, things become more vibrant and brighter and brighter. And I'm so thankful you're such an example of that because I have no doubt in my mind that whether someone that had been listening to this podcast for a long time, or perhaps someone new, this is landing on their lap for whatever reason they're recognizing, wow, there probably is hope for me, which by the way, there is like the way that you are shifting your perspective on all of this is even inspiring for me. And I'm just so thankful to hear all this. And also, by the way, when your little nephew looks at you, he does not see color. Well, he's already, he's a baby. So babies don't, they just see pure love, right? They are. But he's also, I think, in the generation that is way more consciously expanded, older souls that know better. So even when he does step into society and grow up, he still will probably not really see it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no no and that's the thing and here's what i'm going to say here's the only thing that i want to say about white people okay mm-hmm. because i have a very different perspective and i'm going to share that with you right now okay i love
0: it we're here. here we no, we're not here for what everybody's perspective there's so many different mm-hmm. perspectives floating around and one thing i love about you is that you're sharing from your heart and your truth not anything that has been programmed to what you believe you should say regurgitating mm-hmm. anything you're truly sharing you know what and I knew you would do that with no agenda. And I really want people to hear what your, your story and from your heart about your experience with this and how you're feeling about everything going on in the world.
1: Well, thank you. Well, here, here's the deal though, because when it comes to white people, I was raised by white people. Okay. And here's what I will say. White is not always right. And I've had to, I've had to, Come to that own conclusion in my life with no other examples to turn to, Raquel. Yeah. Looking around, going, okay, but there's got to be more. I love it and I love this and I love you, but I need more. I need more culture. I need more soul. I need more diversity. I need more than you. And it's not personal, but I'm looking around and I can't see myself and it's killing me. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. I
1: was raised by the most kind, generous, compassionate people. My grandmother, forget about it my sister the Mm -hmm. coolest bitch I know Mm -hmm. my mother all white people my grandfather incredibly kind compassionate man his dad used to beat the shit out of him and he grew up and had five kids and never laid a finger on one of them you know he'd spank Mm -hmm. them, don't get it twisted but never broke the pathology okay I come from pathology breakers still pathologies and things get transferred down from generation to generation and generational trauma and all that stuff but I see it in white people's faces everywhere now this kind of panic and this guilt and I just want to say stop it
2: Mm. stop
1: it stop it right the fuck now because that's not helping anything and from a black man who was raised by white people y'all never taught me anything other than love and compassion so there are good people in this world of all colors and to my white brothers and sisters, I'm not going to be on your back saying this and that because yeah, we all have learning to do. I'm the first person who wants to take the learning. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But y'all aren't bad people. You know, it's like you can't punish the, the, the son for the sins of the father. And it's like the current, you know, me with, and my journaling girl and how I'm always writing a journal. Do you want to know what, (laughs) <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I always have a name for it. And you wanna know coincidentally what the cover of this journal is and what the um, name of it is.
0: Wait, first of all, before you share this, he themes his journals and he gets into like an extreme artwork story. Like it is unbelievable. One day they are gonna be up for sale, people are gonna own these because they're so mutable.
1: Well, and they're they're they've just become direct reflections of, of my life manifesting what i want what i see for myself and it's become such an interactive tool of my healing it's literally it's a non-negotiable part of my daily practice but it's a family picture a black and white picture of my family with my mom my grandma grandpa all four brothers and my mom and it's called the disinheritance raquel Mm -hmm.
2: 2020
1: was the disinheritance because for me i got to a place where I feel like we inherit all these things and we come with all this stuff. A lot of it is baggage and stuff that doesn't even belong to us. And there comes a point when you have to choose a fucking side. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you hear me?
1: You have to choose. You have to choose if you're going to keep trucking on down the generational line and doing the same old shit that you've been doing, or you're going to stop and you're going to take a beat and you're going to do something differently. And for me, it was like, I got to do something different. And I've been doing it differently since I was 10. Okay. Literally when I decided to become an actor and started doing it professionally, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not doing what y'all are doing. I'm doing me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) do you, where it comes to learning, when it comes to educating, do you, but do what calls to your heart. Not because it's a trend and it's in, but do what's in. And if you're white, Stop it. Stop with the self-loathing and the what have I done and the just do better now because I'm sorry. You're one of them, Raquel. You've always treated me with nothing but respect and kindness and you've never seen the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. For some people like you, where it just runs in your veins, it's just a part of who you are and you haven't done anything wrong. It's just, wow, I can just do more. I can just do more now. And that's it. But it's like, My sister's even come in and she's, and she's like, I just feel, and I'm like, shall we stop it? Shall we stop it right now? You, if you felt like you maybe have relied on things or maybe not investigated things as much as you wanted to, that's okay. But don't you dare start in with this because you've never judged me and you've always accepted me. And that's helped me become the man that I am. You know what I mean? It's like, you've helped me become who I'm supposed to be in, way, in more ways than I can say by simply allowing me to be Sydney, not my Black friend or not my gay friend, but just Sydney, mm-hmm. simply that. And I think that's for a lot of us, Black people, what we want is simply just to be ourselves, yeah. the way you can be yourself. Do you know what I mean? So. Uh- that's what I'll say when it comes to white people I have nothing but love for white people and white people are all that I know my mother is white all I know is white love literally I have yet to go down the path of investigation and learning um, and building relationships with my brothers and sisters which I'm starting to and and literally experiencing love from a different culture it's so beautiful and it's so exciting do you know what I mean so it's like I don't know I don't know. Stop with the self inflicted bullshit. Get out of yourself. Get out. Be of service. What can I do? How can I help? What can I learn?
2: Mm -hmm. I'm sorry.
1: Help me do better. Help me do better. I didn't know when you know better, you do better. Thank you so much for telling me that. I know that now. And I'm going to use that bit of information. Thank you so much. What else are you supposed to do? (laughs) I know. It's like, what else are you supposed to do, though? I've been that bitter. Broken negative bitch that no one wants to sit with, the drunk in the corner. And it's like, if I can choose who I'm going to be today, I'm going to be that positive bitch, bright, like shining so brightly that it makes you sick. I'm going to be that hoe. Yeah. With the tight waist and the clear eyes. Yeah. I'm going to be and that. You
0: know what? Even when you want to have a moment where you're feeling negative, you know, that is a human. And, you know, I'm here for you. Oh. For I just want you to know because. No. There- and
1: like fire, it cleanses, girl. I mean,
0: it's good, you exactly. know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy that you're about to go experience yeah. and understand more of your Black culture because you've only oh experienced, g- in a sense, well, not only, but you've mostly, you've always experienced being Black. That is what your <laughs> shell has always experienced when you walk around. But now you're able to have other people around you, surround you, who share your same blood and with that you're going to feel what they've experienced and you're going to really 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 open your eyes to so much and i'm so excited to hear about what comes from that experience when you meet your seven sisters and one other brother what the hell when you told me that my uh i lost it remember my reaction
1: (laughs) no i know girl because you can't write this you
0: can't write this and it's
1: like (laughs) i wasn't looking for anything i was just looking for answers but it's funny what happens when you clear up your ego and get rid of your agenda and your condition based whatever and just surrender, and just start bearing witness. There is something so powerful happening right now with just simply bearing witness. You don't Mm -hmm. have to say anything. Just sit there, just Mm -hmm. sit. That's the least you can do, isn't it? Is sit there and look at it and feel it like we do.
0: Mm -hmm. There's something
1: so incredibly powerful about that and what's happening. And you can't turn away from it. You can't turn away from it.
0: You're about to really fully witness it. But one thing I do recognize that perhaps... I mean, I'm still, I'm just opening my eyes to this now. As some, I just watched some Instagram story of a woman that was expressing, a black woman that was expressing her feelings on this. And she's like, she says that white people, we need to experience this too. We need to Mm -hmm. dig in and do the shadow work and recognize that our ancestors segregating black people or using black peoples as slaves like that's still in a sense in our dna and we need to release it by fully experiencing it and i oh my gosh i'm like yeah we do
1: yep yep it's true raquel the only way out is through and you until you can feel it you cannot heal it and there is so much feeling that is happening right now that has to occur in order for us to heal it just has to happen it's like that's what I love about body work Raquel you have to find where it hurts and then you have to push on it
0: you did a wonderful body work on me as well you do so many Uh, different types of modalities do you want to express some of the other things you do to move through everything you've gone through
1: so it's funny because it just started I went through massage therapy school I've always been an empath I've always been an empath an empath is somebody uh, to me it was described through X Men, that movie, that first one in the 90s, yeah. um, that character Rogue, where she could put your hands on you and whatever power you had, then she had. That's what an empath is. You can feel whatever emotions are, whether it's happy, happiness, anger, whatever. Um, I've always been that. I was a super precocious child, all of my mom's shit, wanted to know everything, very adult. And I got led to massage therapy school and went through massage therapy school and it just unlocked my gifts. And what really set it off was when I was in LA living with you, that's when Raquel, not even kidding, that's when they were popping off. Do you remember? I was constantly pulling people into the bathroom. I was constantly trying to read people. People probably thought I was such a psycho, but I was just like, what is happening?
0: You were downloading
1: everybody's codes. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know. Even still, I look back at that time and it was so traumatic just because I didn't know what was happening. I'm in LA. I'm by myself. I'm 19 years old trying to figure it out. Like It was just so much. And to be completely honest with you, um, after in massage therapy school, I got led to my mentor who was a Reiki master. And from that, it just kind of, this has expanded into, I don't know what it is. It's just kind of work. I I do believe that I'm a shaman in a lot of sense. I've always been that person. I'm the one in the village. I'm the one in the house. I'm st- I still have people who contact me, cousins, um, you know, like friends who I, work you, it's like who yeah. I work on. and it's. Yeah. And whether it's just talking or it's actual physical work of me putting my hands on you and just that positive intention of just exchanging those energies through cleaning out the meridians and the chakras, um, cranial sacral massage is something that I absolutely love and I think is a game changer. Um, but it's just kind of spanned into this own thing, Raquel. I don't even know what it is. People people ask me what it is and it's like, I don't know. You just kind of have to experience it. But the root of it and where it all comes from is just goodness. Just, just, just an intention of just wanting to heal and help and then having an ability to just kind of see and break down the body. I can't explain it. It's a God thing. It's just a gift. It's a gift. Um, but the thing is, is that we all have it though. That's the thing. We all have the ability to heal ourselves and others, but it's scary, dude that look in my eyes that people give me Raquel when I've worked on them and we've pulled stuff out. It's, it's a lot, it's heavy. People look at me differently. And I think that's why a lot of us don't want to know that all of us have gifts in some form of another, all of us have something special. Um, and I think at the end of the day though, it's choosing to either acknowledge it or not. Do you know what I mean? But we all have it. All of us have it. As, all of us have it in us for sure.
0: That's the whole purpose of this podcast, finding your own magic.
1: Oh, yes. (gasps) It's in there. It's deep in there. And for so many of us, it's simply choosing to lay down the weapons. Nothing in life changes until you tell the truth about yourself. Not a thing. And I think even if it's I have gifts Mm -hmm. and I have things that I can't explain, (laughs) even being able to say that to yourself out loud instantly changes something changes something instantaneously um and I'm just not afraid dude I don't give a fuck I'm not afraid I'm not afraid I need it it's what my soul demands and when I take it out and remove it from my life like I did in my 20s I slowly crumble and begin to like decompose it's crazy it's like it's like it's like you take out my heart and expect me to keep going It's like it's not possible.
0: Oh, feeling so many things. It's interesting to see and know someone's path because, of course, on this podcast, I hear so many stories all the time, right? I hear so many people's different trajectories. However, I'm only listening to the stories and envisioning it in my mind without really having any emotional attachment to them because I don't know them personally personally quite yet for most guests right however with yeah. you I've known you for a decade and a half and you've been like a brother to me for this entire time and so knowing all of this that you've gone through and just to see that transformation and how you're really tapping into your truth and your soul and you are taking life by the horns and you do not give it two fucks what other people think or tell you what to do because of everything you've been through you've learned to not take that route but to to take your own route, and you've f- found your power, and you've stepped in, and you're voicing it so beautifully. And I'm so 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 proud of you, and I'm so thankful for you in my life.
1: Oh, I love your call. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Literally, my favorite affirmation, my favorite affirmation is the more grateful I am, the more reasons I find to be grateful.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's like it's kind of what I live my life around because. I've been such an ungrateful bitch. I just have. I just have not seen or recognized my blessings or my potential or the things that I have to offer, or most importantly, how I show up for people. Um, During COVID, I kind of made the rounds. I don't hang out with a lot of people, and it was important to me to check in on those people and to be around those people, and I have one friend specifically who <clears throat> lives in salt lake he just lives downtown and is just kind of by himself and, nah, he, nah. and he's a good friend no justin uh-huh. um and yeah. it was just important for me to just be checking in and seeing him and same thing for me it was good to see him and we were creative and he's a photographer and anyway he said uh-huh. to me you know sydney that your worth is your cur- it, it, that your presence is your currency mm-hmm. so he, was like, uh-huh. you up, he was like when you show up dude he's like when you show up I don't want anybody else around and there's nothing else I want to do. He's like, there's something really special about you. It just, it just. True. It just made me feel so honored because I was like, really? Like
0: That couldn't be far wow. further from the truth. Like, there's something, and I've I've tried to re- help you recognize this so many times too. Like, especially when we are in LA, when you would just walk in that room, you, you're not trying to, you're not doing anything, but you just walk in that room and everybody instantly just gravitates towards you and loves you. Unfortunately, that's made you attract some people taking advantage of you, like that one person in LA and other people. Oh my goodness. But girl,
1: I love I love that me and you will always have those memories, girl. What I list will say feel, but me and you know. Me and you me and you both know who we're talking about.
0: <laughs> we don't want to call mm-hmm. them
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Not today in our grace. Not today, Satan.
0: <laughs> oh my no. gosh, I
1: love you. Raquel, thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. That means a lot. And the thing is, it's just something so crazy that when we just choose to own our potential. We choose to step into it. We choose to accept it without all the guilt and the shame and the bullshit. Amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. And it's like, I don't mean to keep bringing it back to what's happening, but it's like, it's all connected though, dude. It's all connected. You know, it's all connected to what's happening. And it's like, yeah, again. Like we said, the protesting and everything that's happening. There's a place for it. It's necessary 100,000%. But for those of us who are choosing to go a different route to get super quiet and reverent and prayerful to spend time with our families to go To delve first into education and books and literature, you know what I mean, whatever it is, whatever's calling to you is what you need to do. And if you have families and young children, listen to your kids. And listen to what they're saying, because I'm sorry, a lot of the time they know better than you do. You know what I mean? They're going to show us the way and show us what we need to do and let us know how we need to change. You know what I mean? So it's with you saying all those things. It's like, I can accept it, Raquel. I can sit here and nod. And say thank you and actually receive it because I know that you mean it. Do you know what I mean? Oh. And that's, that, that comes from a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of pain and a lot of shame and a lot of anger and having moved past it and, and being on the other side now. So Thank nope. you. I don't take it lightly when people say nice things. It's like every single time it feels like the first time. So thank you.
0: Oh my gosh. Do you know how much that means here? I remember back in the day when you would reject it or I would say, you know, I'd say you, you you're beautiful, yada yada and you would shut it down. And now look. You know, I know. Also look at your world now like what you've manifested in your life. Randomly not even trying but honestly attracting everything that you've been asking for since you were 15.
1: And, the funny, and, and you want to know what the funny thing is, though, is that I feel like so much of it has snapped into place when the world fell apart. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, that I felt that. it snap like someone walked up and smacked me by, like, <laughs> on the back of my head. It was like, what? It was like, ouch. Like, <laughs> what just happened? Ow! And it was like, and then everything is just cementing itself to me. I can feel it attaching itself to my skeleton, girl. It's the craziest sensation because it's just like my skin's not crawling. My skin is like sinking in. It's like I'm sinking into self. I'm sinking into responsibility. I'm sinking into presence and into and, and my duty. You know what I mean? Into my artistry. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know that's just me and though girl
0: you have your art as well on that you share on your instagram and i love by the way i love how open you are with just sharing like nudity because that is part of your art because you are art and that's so expressed and a lot of people have a hard time with that but you've shifted mm-hmm. it on in so many ways like you love the body you love the female body the male body like you just think that it, you see it and you see art and i think that's so beautiful
1: Yeah. And there's a whole story behind that and where I come from and the oppression I felt being super repressed growing up LDS. But it's like, there's a whole thing behind that. And there's an agenda, girl, you got to You want to get people's attention. You got to tease a little bit, you know, (laughs) and I know that I know the world we live in. I'm not living under a rock. But it's like, no, to me, it's all beautiful. And it's all that's all you got at the end of the day is the, is your skin and bones really so it's like if you're not taking care of that and honoring that I've got a problem with that so <laughs> thank you it's a direct manifestation it's my vision board it, and not not one thing has changed it's continued to be me and original stuff and what inspires me and what moves me and what gets me up in the morning. So
0: no matter what someone's shape and size is like, you've seen me go up and down and up and down and you always embrace it and
1: mm-hmm. well, beautiful, beautiful at every shape.
0: <laughs> and that's one thing I've always loved about you too.
1: Yes. And the thing is, is that you can, and that's been my biggest thing is somebody, um, I think that it was you girl who told me mm-hmm. that I was showing you my page and you were like, mm-hmm. It's like, what do you, actually with my Instagram page, I was showing it to, I don't think that it was you. I was showing it to somebody or they were asking me for it. And I was like, no, like I show a lot of skin and like, you've got kids and a husband, like, no, you won't be interested. And she was like, well, let me decide for myself. And I it to her and she was like, oh, I just love this. And I was like, really? And she was like, yes, it just shows what your personal relationship that you have with yourself you can tell that it's very healthy you -hmm. know that it's rooted in positivity and that you have a healthy relationship with yourself she was like i actually wish i had the balls to be more like this i'm not comfortable in my own skin like this
0: whenever people are triggered by anything they can see it and that's something else for them to ask themselves but then when they release it they can just see the beauty in all of it
1: yes And I think that I just trigger, I'm just a lot of things I'm not supposed to be. Um, And I think for a lot of people, they just don't know how to put it in a box or categorize it. And so I think I'm just used to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I don't don't find it shocking or surprising because I've been dealing with it since I was a child. Kind of not shining too brightly, but just very much um, (sighs) my own person in a place that didn't really have a place for me.
0: And you say that and you just naturally shine. I'm so excited for people to. If you listen to this podcast and you love Sid, please I'll leave obviously his Instagram and everything in the show notes and we'll, and I'll have him share it, but please send him some love. He's truly so phenomenal and I'm so thankful he's on in my life. And I can tell already, I can feel you're going to, this is not your last time on the podcast for sure.
1: Girl, I told you, you need anything. You just (laughs) tell me, you just ask and it's done. I got you, girl.
0: No, have, ma'am. Well, first of all, do you have any other messages that like, you feel? You can even take a beat if you want, but any other messages you'd like to share?
1: The biggest thing above all else, the only thing I ever want people to know or feel when I'm around them is that I see them and that I love them. So true. That's it. I think that's one of my gifts and one of the things that I'm supposed to do is share and spread love because I can just look at somebody and I can't tell you how many times in my life I have been saved by a smile by someone just looking at me and seeing me and smiling. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's all I needed. And that's all we need. So that's all you're going to get from me is a lot of love and a lot of smiles. And I love (laughs) you. So to everybody listening, I love you and take care of yourself and be well. Say your prayers do your push-ups and <laughs> believe in good things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love you so much. Now I have one question yeah. that I ask all your own magic guests. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna ask you this other question first and then that question because i I knew you when you were 16. And there's a question I don't have in front of me, but I ask many guests. If you were to jump into a time-traveling portal machine and it would take you to your 16-year-old self, you see him there just sitting in his room, perhaps crying even about everything going on, and you had an opportunity to whisper something in his ear, what would you whisper?
1: Do you want to know what it would be? Hmm. I love you. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have any of that, girl. It makes me want to cry. I'd hug the shit out of him and just say over and over and over again, kissing his face all over the place. I love you. 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 And you are worthy. You are so worthy of good things and they will show up for you. Trust and believe that they will show up for you. A man can change his stars, Raquel. He really can. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that for so long. And you really can really can choose to break the pathology, smash the, pa- the patriarchy and do things fucking differently. You really can. You just have to make a choice. And the second you decide it, it's done. And literally it'll change overnight. It did for me, like in ways I can't even explain. It's like a God thing. It's a straight up God thing or a universe thing or a positive energy thing. Um, but I'm here for it. It's what I'd say. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you.
0: Looking at his eyes right now and the freckle in his eye and the 16 year old Sid. I love him so much. I love you, Sid. And I love the, the 30, I love nearly 31 year old Sid as well, looking you in the eye. Ugh, I'm just, I'm so thankful for this moment now. too, girl. And I'm
1: so proud of you. I'm so fucking proud of you. I can't even say, I can't even say. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you for letting me be on here.
0: Well, you have to answer the last question that I ask all your own magic guests. You are not yes. going anywhere yet.
1: Okay, tell me what is it?
0: <laughs> How would you advise the your own magic listeners to create their own magic?
1: I think you have to first start by getting really clear about what your magic is. And I think you find out what your magic is by knowing yourself. And you know yourself by doing your own work, by your own investigative work by asking those hard questions, going into those dark holes and into those dark, scary rooms and pulling everything out of the closet and pulling open the drapes and healing, healing. Um, All of us have so much magic. It's insane. And you can't get to it if you're buried under all this pain. So do your work and take care of yourself and switch up your intention, get your intention real clear about why the fuck you want to be here and why you're here. And what you're supposed to do, because the second you do that, things get so much easier, work, life, kids, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, everything, I think becomes real, real, real clear. Do your work. That Brene Brown shit, that Oprah shit, get up all, get all up on that. (laughs) Um, People stare away from it, have a lot of opinions about it because it's where the healing and the real good stuff happens and uh, we're afraid of the good stuff. I know I am at least. So I'm not afraid of it anymore.
0: <sighs> Sid, amen. You're natural and
1: yeah.
0: you're, you're coming back on sometime. I'm telling you that right now. I'm going to make you. I'm going to be like, Sid, it's time for part two. We're just going to do it right now. Sound good? Cool. <laughs> okay.
1: I love it. I would love to.
0: Where can everyone connect with you on the webs?
1: Yes oh where can everybody okay so uh, i just have instagram it's sydney fish S I D N E Y F I S H, and you're instantly gonna see a lot of skin um either get with it or don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love that you are art yeah. period amen you are art yeah. i love it um and i love your expression for all things and your journalings and everything also you have a national commercial coming out are you allowed to say anything about that or not nah?
1: I don't even have the details for what it is yet, but it's going to be out um, probably in the fall. Um, But yeah, it's going to be for PlayStation or it's for a gaming, a gaming um, company. I don't know which one yet, though. I never know the details until it comes out. And then most of the time people are like, oh, my God, I just saw
0: you on TV. I'm
1: like, (laughs) oh, really? Cool. (laughs) But yeah, she's working, though. She's a you working. working. Girl.
0: You're back at that acting and everything and no matter I just know that's going to also go far because you felt so called to that forever.
1: Oh, I I, it's it, I just forgot how much fun Raquel that commercial everything it's fun. I have fun so it, it's just a treat. If I can do it I'll do it and I'll do it for as long. I'm going to be 16. I got an audition girl.
0: I think <laughs> I'm going to be- get it. <laughs> I love it. Am I doing the Yellowstone extra work with you?
1: Yes, Okay. (laughs) I'm literally, I keep, I keep, I check, I check my email every single day. So the second that I get something, I'm sending it to you and we're going.
0: That is so funny. I told my dad because he loves that show, as I told you, and I'm like, whatever about it. But I know it's here. Uh, All right. No, we're going to do it. You're staying on, by the way, but I'm going to wrap up by saying thank you. I love you so much. (laughs) I love you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the EuroMagic Magic Facebook group. Especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that there's an upcoming at-home retreat experience called Home. You can visit that at Euromagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Bree Mellinson and I, my fellow alien channeling Palladian boss babe. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, so, so much, and have a magical rest of your day.